My name is John Machado, and this is the Gunpowder Plot Show, also known as the Guy Fox Podcast. I just introduced my son to Bill Cooper, Milton William Bill Cooper, um, who is one of my heroes. I let him know that. Uh, I let him know that I don't have many heroes, but Bill Cooper is certainly <clears throat> one of the few that I have. And I had to walk kind of a somewhat of a uh, careful line because I know that what I tell my son, he's going to tell his friends. Um, I know this because he's talked to me about uh, debating his friends at school. Well, he's only 10, you know what I mean? Uh, I didn't start getting into politics until I was 19, I think it was. It was uh, just after 9-11. I've told you that story before um, about how angry I was that we were attacked. Innocent people, innocent Americans were killed on American soil. uh, And I wanted to know who did it. And I wanted justice to be brought to them. Um, So I was nine years older than my son when I started getting into politics. So for my son now, um, you know, he's, he's debated, uh, who is going to win the presidency with his friends who oddly enough, uh, in the, the school that my son goes to, uh, which is, it's a public school, but it's kind of hoity toity. Um, as in the other kids have, uh, you know, richer parents and I mean fucking rich, like private jet owning rich um, that they would go for Biden it just to me it doesn't make a lot of sense of course uh, I don't know if these people know any better there are uh, quite a few um, people of foreign descent I'll say that at my son's so I don't know if their parents are from other countries or maybe their grandparents or something to that effect but um Anyway, my son also debates with them, you know, who's going to win the Michigan-Michigan State game, which Michigan State won. Uh, It was terrible. It was terrible because I laughed at it. Um, And then uh, Michigan State beat Michigan, and I think it's their only win on the season, which is beyond me. Um, That being said, Michigan just beat Rutgers, who beat Michigan State. (laughs) Rutgers, I don't know if it's Rutgers' that good uh, this year, or if Michigan is just that bad, but uh, I don't know if you're a Michigan fan, um, I was oh, I was so mad at the coaching um, for the last few games, and my son, I can see it lets him down, so I got to kind of hold back, because my son's at that time in his age, in his life, where he's developing, um, oh shit, what's the word, he's developing sides to take and who to support and things like that. So this was about the time that I became a Michigan fan too. You know, I remember watching uh, Michigan Notre Dame and it was snowing and it was just a magical thing to see and that's when I became a Michigan fan. Um, And it was around, I want to say about 10 years old. Certainly before, it was when I was, I, uh, right before, like a year, year and a half before I, uh, 
changed and lived uh, with my mother in Tennessee, and uh, and he's kind of at that age right now. So uh, he's developing um, his loyalties. That's the word I want to use. So and he's very uh, passionate about things and uh, very loyal. He's a he's uh, he's very very loyal, especially to the people that are loyal to him. And being that me and him have had uh, such a strong bond since he was born, um, he's always been, you know, very defensive of me, which is, uh, it's cool to see. But anyway, so I know I gotta, I gotta watch how I introduce things to him. I gotta watch how I, uh, what information I give to him right now. Um, I think I might have, you might have heard it on one of the episodes in the past. I am working on this uh, 9-11 episode that I had with him, and uh, there's so much stuff on it that I think it's like well over an hour and a half that I gotta, I gotta see which parts I've ever put out. There's one episode that you couldn't hear us at all, so I gotta work on going over that, and, and uh, it's probably gonna be the one episode that I edit, but it's not gonna be heavily edited, you know, the one episode that I, I actually put effort into editing, I should say. But, uh... I've told him many things that I've, you know, I was going to have to wait until he's older to tell him for him to understand. One of those things is certainly uh, conspiracy research. Um, I'm very uh, careful to uh, tell him um, about my beliefs on 9-11. And, uh, you know, I've, I've talked to him about... Uh, why I'm so careful when it comes to, you know, us being out in public and how, how much I watch over him while we're out in public, uh, told him about, um, human trafficking and things of that nature, but I haven't told him, you know, the higher ups, um, like Jeffrey Epstein and, and, uh, uh, shit, what's his name? John Podesta, you know, and, and shit like that. I haven't told him about that, but I have told him about there being people out there who are bad that take children and that hurt them. And, uh, because I'm, I, um, I don't want him discussing this stuff because I don't trust his teachers. I don't trust his school. I trust them to a certain degree, right? I trust that they are teachers and stuff, but I know that they are affected by the liberal left and uh, the teacher unions and things of that nature. I know that they're all in lockstep with uh, the DNC and uh, if my son's out there spouting certain things, I know that it can, it can come back um, on, on me in the sense that they could possibly um, call it something that it isn't and try to... Uh, take my son away from me, you know, and, and, and at least that's one of my, my many worries that I have about the, um, the indoctrination camps that I call them, you know, I'm forced, and I've talked about this before, I'm forced to have my son go to school, right, I'm forced to educate my son, uh, or allow others to, I should say, or else the police will come to my house and they'll take me off to jail. And if I fight them, uh, the ultimate response would be uh, death, right? So 
it is against my will and I, um, or at least I shouldn't say necessarily against my will. I do want my son educated. I don't want my son educated uh, by the state. I don't believe that the state has um, benevolent intentions. I believe that the state um, has its own intentions with what it wants its, its citizens to learn. Um, and so I comply to a certain degree because it keeps my comfort level above my uncomfortable level and uh, I know that I can uh, fight it in the way that I'm doing it in the way that I'm raising my son um, and it's always been something I mean it, it, the same with what I I uh, project on here project is that a word is that the word um I don't want to say preach. I know that you people are, are, um, you, you understand it yourselves, right? We're, we're all kind of on the same level. A lot of what I say, I believe that I'm more so galvanizing what it is that you may believe. And not always. I don't think that we agree on everything. I'm sure that there's plenty of things that you guys probably disagree with me about, um, which is fine, you know, but, um, yeah, when it comes to my son, uh, I've always uh, operated from the standpoint of truth, and uh, that will be how I continue to do that. And the older he gets, the more information I'll give him, uh, more of my beliefs and uh, things of that nature. I will, um, I will reveal to him, uh, but it'll always come from, and this is what I suggest for anyone who has kids or who's going to have kids, is that you always operate from a standpoint of truth and uh, uh, searching out the truth. You know, uh, the truth doesn't need you to lie to, for it. You know, as I've said before, especially with God, God doesn't need you to lie for Him. Um, and there's no reason for it. You know, uh, like uh, uh, Owen Benjamin says, "I may be wrong, but I'm not lying." I like that. I like it a lot. And, uh, you know, I'm actually, when it comes to, I've talked about David Smith, uh, Dave Smith before, not David Smith, Dave Smith, uh, from, uh, part of the problem is his, uh, vlog on YouTube, his YouTube channel, basically. And he also comes from, uh, another, I, I don't know if it's a YouTube channel or what, I really haven't listened to him that much on there, but it's called Legion of Skanks. Um, David Smith, no, Dave Smith is a, uh, a libertarian. I think he should be the libertarian leader. Um, I think Dave Smith has a lot of excellent questions and really good, uh, answers to a lot of those questions. And I think he operates from a standpoint of truth because, um, I hear often from him that he doesn't know the answer. And I like that. Um, sadly, you won't hear uh, a presidential candidate or uh, a candidate running for governor or mayor or whatever ever. Now, I, I could be wrong on this, but I haven't heard it. Uh, them ever say that they didn't know. I don't know if I've ever heard that. They, did, they didn't know something. You know, I'd like to believe that if I was in, what's his name, Gary Johnson's position, uh, the libertarian candidate uh, to... 2016, 
if somebody were to ask me about Aleppo, I want to believe that I would have said, I don't know what Aleppo is. I just make fun of the way that he said it because it's, it sounds gay. <laughs> it's, it's just a fucking... The way he said it was so stupid. But also a lot of the other shit and understanding that he was a Republican reject and things of that nature. I know in two episodes in a row that I'm talking about Gary Johnson. Um, you know, I understand that uh, I don't think he, he was an honest player. I think he was... Uh, I, I don't know how he got to be the, the pick for the Libertarians. I think the, the Libertarian Party has chosen some pretty shitty candidates uh, recently, and I think that the party overall, not voters necessarily, not ne not libertarians overall, but uh, the Liber Libertarian Party um, has caved to bullshit like uh, Black Lives Matter, and uh, as I was talking about, what was it, yesterday or the day before, um, the preemptive reaction to the left, or the preemptive uh, worry of the left's reaction. You don't ever need to worry about the left, ever. You just need to show some fucking backbone. So, um, anyway, uh, a couple of things that bring that up is I was I watched Mark Dice's um, episode, I believe it was today, on uh, the election, and it's actually more information than I've allowed my son to have uh, about something at once. Like, I really haven't... Um, expressed to my son my belief that uh, the, the Democrats are attempting to steal the election. But that <laughs> that's what Mark Dice was talking about. He was giving evidence about uh, hacking the voting machines. And, uh, you know, it was about an eight-minute video or something to that effect. And uh, at the end of it, my, <laughs> my son was like all gung-ho about uh, the fact that they're cheating to take away the presidency from um, Donald Trump. And it was like, oh shit. I'm, you know, I'm even at this point, I'm a little, little worried that he might be bringing that up in school. <laughs> uh, but then again, you know, um, in the, in the position that we're in, um, or that we find ourselves in, I don't think I'm too, too upset about it. You know, if I were to get a call or an email from the teacher saying, you know, your son believes that this happened and, uh, <laughs> I don't think I'd be too too uh, worried at that point because, uh, you know, when you look at it, there's arguably about 70 million Americans and I'm giving the left 10. I believe that, um, I believe, uh, Miss Powell, that, yeah, about 80 million people voted for Donald Trump. And uh, I'll give you 10. But I think about 70 million Americans believe that uh, the election um, is being stolen from Donald Trump. You know, uh, last night, and I, I'm no lawyer, so I don't understand the intricacies of uh, filing lawsuits and um, and losing lawsuits or or you know that whole process, but, uh, from what I understand in Michigan, or not Michigan, oh, excuse me. maybe it was Michigan, I don't know, I can't remember exactly what it was, but I heard something to the effect that, um, Trump is preparing a transition team, uh, 
like I said, I've only kind of heard the, the surface level of what this is, but um, it is, uh, I don't like hearing that. Like even, even a little bit, you know, I, but you know, I'm the type of person that I don't, I just don't give up. You know, I've prided myself on that for a very long time. And this is, this goes all the way back to when my um, cousin used to kick my ass wrestling. And um, he'd yeah, fuck, dude, he'd have me in, he did, you know how they say I'll wrap you up like a pretzel? Yeah, that's what it was. I was wrapped up like a fucking pretzel. No way to win. I knew that there was no way I could get out of it. I, knew, I mean, you know, this is before I was really hitting, um, you know, my man strength at all. <laughs> it was like, I think I was a year or two into puberty when it first, when we started first wrestling with each other. And uh, he was a grown-ass man. So there was no way that I could get out of these positions. I was in all, all sorts of pain. And, uh, you know, luckily he was, uh, he wasn't too, he wasn't that much of a dick to where he'd really try to hurt me or anything. But, uh, I mean, he'd grit his teeth, you know, he'd try to, try to get me to tap and I would never tap. And he'd be telling me like, dude, there's, I know that there's no way for you to get out of here. You know, uh, give up, just tap. Never fucking do it. Be like, go ahead and break my fucking arm. I don't give a shit. I'm not tapping. Like I'm not giving in. I don't give a shit how bad it looks how bad it may be, you know, it's a sense of pride, when you, and I, when you come from nothing, when you don't come from money, that's all you got, dude, it's just like uh, Scarface, you know, his balls and his word, he doesn't break them for anyone, I like it, it sucks at time, because <laughs> you're in a lot of fucking pain, you want to give up, but when that's all you got, that's all you got, you know, can't buy your way out of it, so you might as well grit your fucking teeth and, and you know pass out, get a broken bone, whatever it may be. Because guess what? There's gonna be a there's gonna at, at the very be at the very least be a little bit of respect there. You know they're gonna understand who you are as a person. You're not somebody that's gonna gonna give up. You know ever, and they're gonna know that about you, especially in round two. Something that. Uh, I agreed with very early on in my life um, was that the best way to get past your fears is to confront them head on. And it's, trust me, not every single time do I confront it right away, do I face it right away head on. But I've always made myself do that. I mean, even getting on here, I, I still, I, I, I guess I, I should admit that a lot of the deleted episodes, um, in a way, were out of fear. You know, I've had, uh, it, especially with my videos. My videos, I don't know what it is. At one point, it starts to go away, right? But then if you don't do it for so long, which is me, um, you start to develop uh, a sense of fear right before it, right? I still get butterflies. I was talking back when I used to do stuff when uh, when me and uh, Sabo used to collaborate. I told him about that right before we went on one day. And he just thought it was the coolest thing that I had that much fear. You know, I, I had like, because I have severe stage fright. Yet, you know, the first time I ever played drums was with a band in front of 500 people. You know, and the the second leg of what we were doing um, after we took a little break and came back on, it was better. You know, I was into it. I was having fun. But before that, 
Holy shit. You've heard about, like, probably fighters and shit that, like, uh, MMA fighters before their first fight, they're in the back room throwing up into a garbage can? That would probably be me. But, when you don't have any more to throw up, you get past that, and you go out and do it. The feeling afterward, there is no drug that you could ever take that could compare to the feeling that you have after you've conquered your fear. And I'm not saying that it's the same exact thing when it comes to um, doing a, a video. It's, uh, it's, it's that to a much lesser degree. But, you know, after I started, just like the, what was it? I think two videos ago, two or three videos ago, um, I was fucking all over the place. It was, a, it was a mess. But I don't give a shit. One, that's kind of always been my thing, is that, like, I don't give a shit about edits. And I don't want to. I feel like it's a waste of time for me. Just because I'm not a production. I don't have, like, some kind of fucking producers and shit that are helping me out with all this. So it's like, ah, well, fuck it. You know, we'll throw it out there. We'll do it. We'll see how it goes. But, um, yeah, when, uh, when I finally get into it and I get through it, it's that first speed bump or, or uh, hump buster. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you get past and then you're all good. But... You know, it's always better to at least go through it, you know. Um, I guess I've always under... I've always... When, whenever you heard uh, that you might as well try, or the Wayne Gretzky quote of you miss 100% of the shots that you don't take, that's always made sense to me as truth. And I took it, and I went with it. And it's like, yeah, fuck yeah, let's do that, you know. Even if I missed the shot, at least I took it, you know. So... However, there is a certain <laughs> certain amount of intelligence to, to have within that, too. You don't just start fucking taking shots for no good reason. You know, you should at least have a reason behind it. So anyway, I, just, I swear to God, it's like becoming more and more of a, a motivational speaking podcast. And I don't mean for it to be that way. But I did also tell you in the very beginning of all this that I was going to take my 37 years of making mistakes and... and uh, give you that information to warn you about it, you know, so, I'm surprised, dude, my dog has not, we just got into our neighborhood, he hasn't been barking, he's probably about to start, uh, no matter, um, his wife's still there, yep, no matter, I'm at my, uh, destination, so, uh, be accountable, be responsible, don't be a liberal.